don't let life club you into dank submission and go for your goals go for it all the way be confident don't be fearful and that life always offers you opportunities know to see them know when to take them and be ready and just go for it and if you're gonna go for it give it everything that you've got this is the you do you podcast where we talk about healing growing and thriving so that you can be free to do you. Okay, so first of all, I wanted to say um, welcome to the UDU podcast. And today I'm super excited to be talking with Marco Poggi and Sean Newman, who are both co-founders of Manly Microgreens. And uh, these microgreens are absolutely amazing. I'm hooked. And I stumbled upon the microgreens, I think it was just from an Instagram post originally. And I thought, oh, wow, like this looks really interesting. Anything that is going to boost our health is a positive. So, but I actually happen to have my, some of my microgreens here today. So I wanted to show people, you know, what it looks like. They come in these really cool little recyclable um, containers and the guys will tell us all about it but these are absolutely amazing and especially at a time like this when all of us could do with um, boosting our our nutrition so I'm totally hooked on them get these every week and I'll just give you a bit of a brief on the guys before we start talking with them so Marco and Sean discover the problems caused by global soil degradation and farming mismanagement around the same time. And not only were they both deeply concerned, but both of them wanted to get their hands dirty and make a change. So Marco's expertise is in the corporate arena and Sean's is in construction. And both have left really strong professional careers to establish the Manly Microgreens. And they're fully committed to making the changes in the world that they themselves want to see. So that's just a quick intro, but I'd like the guys to share their story. And I've got a few different questions we'll go through, Um, but I wanted to start from this radical career shift. So, both you guys have had a radical career shift from corporate to starting this enterprise from scratch. And I wanted to really um, understand and unpack a bit of the journey that led to this. So I thought, you know, if you could both share, Marco, you could go first and then Sean, but tell us what, you know, what the um, what your career path looked like and why you decided to make the move. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks very much for the introduction, Cheryl. That was a, that was a wonderful introduction to Manly Michael Greens Co. Um, yeah. Where, um, yeah, we 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 how, how did we get into this? We, we you know, I, I've I've been I've I've had an international career work. You know, in I, I don't know, we've had thirteen houses in our in in our time together with with our family. So we've wow. yeah, moved around a lot. Um, and um, 
and it was really time to come home and and we we just had enough of all that stuff and it was really nice while it last I had a yeah, brilliant time uh, worked for a brilliant company uh, most of the time uh, you know great great ethics and and I think you know they had they they sort of shaped you know my thinking a little bit uh, mm. in terms of doing the right thing and stuff and um, and so uh, but you know I decided to uh, it was really my mid 50s when, when I when I came back and and um, and I really just I'd had enough of it and, and I really just wanted to you know I, I didn't need to work anymore uh, but I was still quite young and um, and I just needed a break uh, it, was, it was a it was a it was a you know it was a 30 odd years of, of doing that sort of stuff and um and the family had come home my two kids had come home and my wife and I were alone and we thought well, what are we doing here you know this is this is not it's not very meaningful anymore let's go mm. home so um so we came home and and we pursued all the things we wanted to do and had a great time for a few years and and things started to feel a little bit empty you know it just wasn't it was great and you know living a lovely privileged life but doing everything you thought you wanted to do but but you know um that never being satisfied instinct that I think homo sapiens have uh, was starting to, uh, you know, uh, rekindle itself in me. And, uh, and and I was really looking for a sense of purpose. And, and you know, that's, you know, there was everything around me except for a sense of purpose. And, and you know, through, through actually meditation, my wife's very, very uh, wise, I would say. She's a, she's a really... She's just a. I think she's an older soul, and she she tends to know what I need. Uh, I'm more action orientated, and she's more cerebral. Good and, balance. Um, yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, and and she sort of said, look, just you know, just do, you've got you've got a great opportunity here to do whatever you like. Just take time and give yourself the time to figure it out. And she put me onto meditation. I started to do a bit of that, and and um, and. And I guess through meditation, it was what the message that came out was just just do it, you know, just don't be so don't be so structured, you know, stop being so, you know, results orientated KPIs and all this sort of rubbish. I mean, just do whatever comes along. Let it let it be in and let it let it happen. And and so that was the that was my mind had been opened up to do that, which is very different. If you know me, I'm not at all. I wasn't like that at all. I was very much a very very structured person everything yeah, from, yeah and I, and I guess the the roles that you had I mean they were quite senior roles um yes. you know so it was a necessity to be structured and yes. to have yes. that different approach so yes yeah mm. so you had a lot of moving parts and you had to really you know apply a, a pretty yeah structured uh, uh discipline to it but so so it was it was about that just let it do it just do it and then I was watching this, um, a friend of mine said, look, there's a great movie you should watch, which was called um, Kiss the Dirt. Um, it's a Netflix uh, one. And, and I watched that and I just watched and I thought, oh, my God, look what's happening to the earth. I mean, we've, yeah, we've gone down from, you know, this, this beautiful earth, you know, only just before the beginning of the, uh, the agricultural revolution, which we had, you know, beautiful soils of, you know, over 18 inches, you know, of, of soil. And now we're down to our last three inches in most places. Wow. It's been blown away because it's been ploughed and it's been abused, you know, chemicals, fertilisers, you know, open tilling, all that sort of stuff. And, so, you know, this is this is a disaster, you know, which we, we really, 
I, I'd love to do something about this. And, um, and we then started to go down this rabbit hole. A, a, a guy I know, he's, he's, he said, look, if you're interested in that, read this book called Kiss the, um, um, Cry the Warble, Cry the Warble, Warble, which is a bird, mm. uh, by um, Charles, Massey. Charles Massey. And Charles Massey's my next door neighbour. I have a farm in, you know, down in the Monaro region and, and mm. he's my next door neighbour. Read the book and see what you think. So I read the book, I read the book and I was right into it. I thought, wow, this is it. This is, we've got to get into regenerative farming and all this sort of stuff. And, um, and, and that's where, then, then I thought, well, this is great, but I'm, I'm sort of, you know, pushing 60, I'm 60, but, and, and I really don't think. A very I've young 60, Marco. And I don't think I've got the energy to see this project through. So, you know, I'd love to do something, but I just can't do it on my own. And, you know, what, what's the point of getting all this, getting all so fired up and wanting to do something when i am probably got another maybe five to ten years and this is a massive project, this is going to take a long time and it's got so much potential and, you know, how will I, how will I ever see it through? And hence comes along Sean, you know, we have a, we have a bit of a chat and I said, this would be really, really interesting. And he said, yeah, I, this is, this is interesting too. And, um, and, and I'll do it with you. And, 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 you know, why don't you go from there, Sean? Is that, is that, is that? Yeah, is that yeah, thing? yeah. That, that's <laughs> awesome. And, um, so Sean hails from the Bonnie Banks of Ireland. Indeed, yeah. So, um, yeah, a little bit about my journey. Um, I moved to Australia eight years ago and uh, spent a bit of time in WA in Western Australia before moving over to New South Wales and settled on the Northern Beaches, God's country. So I was lucky to land where I did. But, um, yeah, I was, um, yeah, I sort of went through a, a journey of self-realisation, wanted to lived a, a lovely life in Ireland till I was 25 and um, was probably a little bit unconscious like everybody is at a younger age and uh, was looking for more you know I wanted to step into the chaos step outside myself and fly across the world away from friends and family and uh, give it a go see what was out there I was inquisitive I was always naturally inquisitive and uh, and yeah, why, that, that... why Australia Marco? Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, Australia. Because oh, it was sorry, Sean. Yeah, you're, you're okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because in Ireland, a lot of people, I, I was uh, in the electrical trade, so I had yeah. a, it was always for a tradesman to go to either Canada or yeah. go to Australia because they're both high paying countries, high, um, yeah, high living, uh, high lifestyle uh, opportunity. So I like the sun, I like vitamin D, so I came down under. Perfect place, perfect place yeah. for that. No, it's beautiful. It's such a lovely country, gorgeous national park, such a low um, population, 22 million, lots of natural resources, and it's uh, beaches, what's not to love, you know, Australia's such a beautiful place. Yeah. And you just became true blue uh, on the 26th of January this year. Oh, yeah. awesome. Congratulations. You're part of the, you're officially part of the family. I am. I'm very yes. proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, my journey was, uh, yeah, I came to Australia and it was like, yeah, for it, it, I've grown so much. It's been both a journey of uh, an inner voyage and an um, external adventure at the same time. 
And uh, yeah, I was I always knew deep down that I wanted to start a company one day. I always had that in me. I had a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, always investing, looking outside the box in different ways. And then, then I met my mentor with Marco. Marco made it possible. I met his uh, lovely daughter, Sophia. She used to work in a, a century deprivation tank center, a float tank center. And I was in there one day doing a float tank. And uh, we got chatting and then, um, yeah, now with Sophia now uh, over three years and yes, um, I know I'm going to marry the girl, etc. So, um, yeah, no, oh, it's been great. That's, 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 a, that's a wonderful story. Yeah, that's okay. how I came into meet, that's how I came in to meet Marco and it was like, yeah, the universe just always offers you ways out. Like I always knew the, the nine to five was good and I was in some, um, yeah, big, big positions and uh, running some big construction projects at an early age in Australia, but I always wanted more. It wasn't fulfilling me. It was scary because to, to do that jump, but um, you just had to, yeah, I just had to let go and do it. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was really interested in, you know, how I guess the partnership formed and it was through your daughter, Marco, originally. But um, there could be people out there that are considering going into partnership with, with someone in an enterprise that they're interested in. And um, it's always so much more of an enjoyable journey when you've got someone with you, you know, apart, yeah. aside from the fact that the two heads are better than one as you're yeah. working everything out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so can you talk a little bit about how that has um, evolved? Mm -hmm. Well, the, the the so the the partnership started like that, like we like we mentioned, and um, so was that from the very beginning, like you know when you were considering, okay, um, you know we'd love to get into this field, and then all the research and you know into what to do, how to set it up, because that's a story in itself, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I was pretty clear. I'd had a few opportunities in the past and um, and I almost went for them. And I said to my kids, you know, look, I, I'm really interested in this. This sounds really like a bit, be a bit of fun, um, but I really need someone. To, I need an heir. You know, if you're interested in, in taking over in a few, when I've had enough, you know, I'll do it. You know? But otherwise, uh, you know, it's not worth it. You know, because I mean, I, I'm, it's it's kind of a second career for me, but but I, I'm not really. I still I still value my freedom a lot, and mm. uh, and so I don't want to be 100% committed to to something. I want somebody. I was always looking for somebody younger that I could give you know like hand over to, and and then keep an interest later, a lesser interest, you know. But it was really. Mm as a as a as a maybe a mentor guy role but yeah getting in the getting in their boots and all and then and then and then potentially you know being speaking when i'm spoken to you know uh, afterwards, right you know? yeah um so um so and 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 i never found anyone and 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 when sean came along it was like oh really would you would you really want to do that you know and 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 he said yeah i would i really would and uh and so we we both had a we both had a I think we both um, kicked the tires on on each other just to make sure that there was a lot of commitment you know that there would be commitment there and we were we were really sounding each other out to make sure that 
you know, okay, what happens if you break up? What if happens if, you know, and all these things. We had quite a difficult conversation, you know, the conversations that you have to have uh, in case anything happens that, mm. that, you know, right now everything's crazy, but, you know, maybe it won't be in the, in the future. You know? That's and, right. And that, that's and, a, sorry to interrupt, Marco, but I was going to say that's such an important um, point to make because I think often, you know, partnerships, uh, you know, can go belly up because those important conversations and difficult conversations are actually had up front. So you're kind of yes. really open about it. And yeah. as you said, you know, what if things don't work out or um, yeah. anything, anything can happen. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but that's yeah, a great yeah, point. Yeah, that was key. And we, we both saw the same, saw it in the same light. We, we discussed how, you know, how we would manage and, mm. um, and, um, and so that that was that was one big concern I had. Um, um, I didn't want to be held. Uh, I didn't want to be holding the can by myself, and and I was convinced that Sean wouldn't allow that to happen. And and I think he also wanted to know that I was going to be in it, you know, as well. Uh, and and um, so we, I think we got that understanding. And and then then it was then we were off, you know, and we started to do things. And he was, I think, pretty early in the piece we decided what our areas of expertise were. And we're both fairly, um, I would say, independent people. Uh, we're both fairly headstrong. Um, so, you know, we don't, we don't want to clash on the same thing. You know, like we would, we would know where to, you know, it, it, it's been a very good, I mean, in the beginning it was a little bit, um, you know, there was a bit of conflict as you'd expect uh, because there's a lot of stuff going on. But we were always able to sit down and talk about it and then, um, and then afterwards, we would we would move on to the areas that we're better at, and and we'd drive that, and we'd come together on the areas that we needed to come together in. And you know, we, we, I think the communication, you know, Sean's communication is fantastic. I mean, he he will he will uh, discuss everything um, that that that's going on, um, and um, and I've learned to do that from him because I tended to be someone that just you know hold the flag and say follow me you know all my all my life and um so you know he's 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 taught me to do more of that you know so i think we've both i think we complement each other really well and and you know um he's he's excellent at, at, at things that i had no idea of and and so you know I've, 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 i mean i had idea but it wasn't yeah i can understand everything but i don't understand how to do it and he can do it you know so, right. so we haven't had to go outside uh and seek external help at all you know we've been uh, well there, there was a couple of courses you did um which we we you know we did uh, sean did uh so he's the growing expert and he did those and um and and did a lot of reading and he taught me that side of it and uh, we just did one course because that way we saved money and didn't do one each you know and he just gave me i read the material and stuff like that and went through it with him and we just you know we just coach each other through the different things that we don't know you know right and, and, and that's how it's worked so far. So it's, it's working. Yeah, really well. yeah. And that's fantastic. I guess I can see that, you know, it's um, the relationship has sort of grown and developed as you've yeah. both probably learned to play to your strengths. Yes, yes, yes. And, yes. Uh, and then, you know, giving each other grace where there might be some conflict around a particular issue or whatever. And it's interesting because my husband, Lucas, and I are in business together and and from the beginning, we, you know, it, we, it, it kind of evolved like that as well. But we get on really well. 
And, but we decided to just play to our strengths and be okay with that. And if mm. one of us was feeling really strongly about a certain topic and, you know, we were both, um, say, in conflict over it, then we would agree to go with the person who felt stronger about that particular mm -hmm. issue. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I can see it's been a similar kind of um, journey yes. with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. But and I think that we, mm. yeah, we didn't we didn't have that formal agreement, but we that's what's happened, doesn't it? I mean, when mm. when you know he gets all Irish and emotional about stuff, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we you know I just let him do it. <laughs> I see the consequences, you know. So, yeah. so, so, yeah. Um, and and so what about you, Sean? Like as you know, as as things have kind of um, evolved on the business partnership side of it. Any particular things that you'd like to share as well? Yeah, just what Marco says as well. I think we were both lucky the backgrounds that we came from because uh, Marco came from a really high position, you know, of a multinational uh, all, all over the world and to meet someone with that expertise at my age and that and to learn from them and soak up as a mentor was um, incredible for me. I learned a lot from Marco and um, yeah, we both just naturally, like I, I like processes. I was always a project manager looking after a big team of people and uh, getting stuff done and built. And uh, that was my forte. So I just leaned towards them things. And uh, yeah, we just naturally, and obviously the two of us are headstrong as well. We want to see Manly Michael Green succeed and we want to, um, yeah, we want to put our dint in the world. You know, we're, we're very passionate about ethically grown food and uh, have an impact um, on our community and people around us. So, yeah, them disagreements are going to happen, but we always come to the table and we always get it done. And, um, yeah, that's just part of being in, in business, really. But, um, yeah, I think we, like Marco said, we very much complement each other with our fortes and skill sets. And yeah, something I was, yeah, sorry, Mark, yeah, go on. We don't, we don't mind. I think uh, Sean was saying we're hard on it. We, we actually don't mind being pretty pretty hard on each other you know like yeah. we, we, you know, we, we we want the business to succeed that that's what's important here and and you know you, you know yourself when you're starting something new you can't just expect it to happen and you've got to really put in you know 150 percent I mean it's just got to be more than what you've ever done before and, absolutely uh, no, no one's going to do it for you and and we expect each other to do that you know that's 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 what it is I mean you know, I mean, the first few weeks, the first few months that we worked, I mean, we were doing seven days, what, 14 hours yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally get that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, that's that's any person that's going to, you know, you, 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 if you think you're going to be your own boss and do nothing, go down the beach, I mean, that's not starting your own business. That's, no, that's, that's right. Starting. That's right. Yeah. 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 And and I guess, you know, when you when you're passionate about something, um, it goes beyond being a business and a job. And, uh, and that's where I think the excitement comes in to the journey, mm. you know. So mm. you've got the reality of the hard yards that you, you're putting in. Mm. Um, mm. But then the, the benefit of doing something that you truly believe in and that you're passionate about, uh, mm. you know, it's, yeah, it's just so wonderful to be able to do that. Um, so what I wanted to then ask you about was um, with the microgreens, right? So um, why microgreens in particular? 
And I know for me, you know, when I get the little package each week, um, there's a little insert there which talks about the microgreens. And I think you had one recently where you talked about how important it is at the moment. Well, it's always important um, to be aware of good nutrition, but uh, at this point in time with everything going on in the world, uh, boosting our immune systems is just so, it's critical. And so, yeah, and so what I wanted to uh, find out about and the listeners to also get an understanding of is why microgreens? What is so different? So, for example, um, I know in the last newsletter that came out, you had uh, the difference between eating uh, a, a certain amount of broccoli and then the, the actual broccoli microgreens. So I thought if you guys could just give us a little bit of understanding of why they're special, what is the difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, look, they, they, are, they are superfoods. You know, don't, don't doubt that they are superfoods. Um, and and they, they, they're off the Richter scale in terms of nutrition and, and the bioavailability in other words, your body's ability to absorb the nutrition. That's, you know, they are really good. That's what makes them different to any other vegetable. And, and what, what makes our vegetables different is that they're alive. Um, so when you, when you, when you, uh, you know, you buy something from a supermarket or you buy something that's, that's cut, uh, it's technically dead and it, it died some days ago, hopefully not some weeks ago. And, um, and, and, and it loses about 30% of its nutrition in about th three days. Wow. And if you just think about it, yeah. So if you think about um, most of our food comes from, um, you know, if you go to Coles or Woolies or, you know, you'll, you'll look at the back of the pack of a salad, for example, and they're most, mainly grown in Victoria. So they're, they're cut, they're placed in a, in a cold room and then they're trucked. Um, so that's about three days. And then they go into the in, into the in Woolies Coles warehouse and they sit in there for another day. So you're getting them about four days old, roughly, if you're lucky. And then they'll sit in your fridge for another two or three days, if you're lucky, you know, sometimes seven days. And by the time you've eaten them, you're basically just eating fibre. You know, there's very little left in terms of nutrition, all these, all these wonderful you know, micronutrients that you get from, from, from uh, vegetables. So, you know, so, you know, hence, you know, living superfoods, you know, from manly microgreens. I mean, we're actually giving you, a, a, you know, that, that lovely cup of product that you showed uh, at the mm -hmm. beginning, you know, you cut that when you want to eat it. So it's alive until the day, until the moment you consume it. And that's mm -hmm. the, that's the beauty. And, and even if you, even if you cut it after a few days, you know, you probably, you can put it in the fridge uh, and it'll last for another couple of days and it'll still be really good for you and it'll still be way better than what you're going to get uh, buying anything. So, right. you know, that, that's, that's, that's from a nutrition. But, Sean, why don't you add anything yeah. more to that? Yeah, about nutrition. We're about, uh, very passionate about nutrition and it's also soils because exactly. you can take a carrot out of the ground from two different parts of the country and they're going to be vastly different in nutrient content because the soils are lacking and the food web, the soil food web has been destroyed in many places through tilling, through spraying, etc. There's not too many ways to do sustainable vegetable pr production 
if you think of vegetable production, um, you know, they, they take nutrients out of the ground and then you export them off the farm. So they're always taken from the soil. The only, there's a bit of a renaissance going on now with no dig market gardens, like market gardeners and no till. It's basically like a deep mulch compost system where you lay down, uh, it's a heavy outlay at the start, but it, that, that system of grown veg, and there's not many of them in Australia, that would guarantee high nutrient content in your vegetables. And what we use on our farm, we only use the best soil, real soil with microbial in it. And the, we guarantee the best nutrients in our product because it's the way we grow it. We use no pesticides, no herbs. We use harvested rainwater and we make our own uh, in-house uh, liquid compost tea. All our seeds are non-GMO. That's another big issue. People are getting uh, GMO, a uh, lot of food that you're eating. It's just not the same as it used to be. You see apples now, oranges and stuff in the supermarket. They may look prettier, but they're not as nutrient dense. It's because they've been designed to be a certain set shape. You know, you've tasted yeah. something years ago, you taste it now and the difference has changed, but it might, the fruit might look prettier, et cetera. So yeah, that, that, that was a big thing. Um, for us to make sure that we're growing um, the best, uh, most nutrient dense food that we possibly can for the consumer. It had to be triple bottom line. It had to be obviously for the consumer, uh, for the planet, and then, um, yeah, for us as well, doing business with that as well. It had to be, be beneficial for everybody. Yeah. And, and, it's, also, yeah. and it's not hydroponic either, you know, so we're not using a, a lot of alternatives you'll find are grown hydroponically and and really that's it's 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 good because they're vertical farms and they they're using they're not using much light they're not using much water uh and they're not using much space uh and they're not traveling food miles but they are using chemicals and 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 chemicals are oil derived or they're they're you know they've got to be mined right. from somewhere yeah. and um and you know all we're doing is using local compost. You yeah, know, right. and you you won't get a better product than real soil will beat hydroponic system any day of the week every day. It's what mm -hmm. has to be grown in because you've got all the microbial networks, the fungal networks, all the uh, rich stuff that carry all the nutrients into the vegetables in in real living soil. So, oh, this yeah. is so important for people to know. Um, I know there'd be many people that are thinking, oh, hydroponics, you know, that that's actually yeah. something mm -hmm. that's really great. And um, without realising, for example, that there are chemicals that are used in the production of yeah. those. Yeah, and, and, and that as well. Chemicals, like some of the chemicals that they use may be organic or natural labour, but it still has to get flown across the world. And, uh, you know, we want to minimise food miles and have, a real close proximity to market. So, I, I was at, uh, yeah, so anything that we do is uh, we want to get so locally sourced Australian um, ingredients around us and change a decomposing organic matter into an abundance of food for somebody. We're closing nutrient cycles in the way that we grow. Yeah. We're taking uh, a decomposing scraps of people's food that's obviously been processed and professionally processed over time to be composted. Uh, to a professional grade and then we reuse that then to feed people so you know yeah. all locally sourced um, ingredients raw materials yeah which is really fantastic and I was thinking when you were talking earlier about uh, the fruit and veggies that you see which you know look really great um, and a lot of families are out there buying fruit and veggies and uh, feeding it to their families thinking you know we're, we're doing the right thing and of course you are because 
um, you know, I guess anything that, that is fresh is much better than yeah. going yeah. down to your local yeah. McDonald's yeah. for dinner. Yeah. But, yeah. but as yeah. you said, there's no comparison because um, when you described uh, the, you know, first of all, I guess when it comes down to the soil and what they're grown in and then the pesticides and the fact that they're kept for, you know, days or weeks, sometimes even months, depending on yeah. what the fruit or vegetable is before it comes to you and so by the time it gets to you the value of the the nutrition is incredibly low and it's great to be chatting about this because i'm sure that there are people out there that aren't aware of that um and and then on top of that uh aren't aware for example even so let's chat about for example organic Mm -hmm. right um organic fruit and vegetables so if you get if you buy uh, if you buy a bunch of organic broccoli, for example, right, that's going to be better than buying something that isn't organic. Mm-hmm. But then having the broccoli sprouts is just taking it to a whole nother level, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even though, yes, organic's great, um, this is this is kind of in a league of its own, really, it isn't is. it? Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. And, and that's the point, Cheryl. The, the the point is these are not you can't really compare them to vegetables because right. they're they're so much more nutritious. I mean, they you know you you showed a small little cup and and you know you you're not going to be able to fill up on a on on microgreens. Um, but you will fill up on a broccoli, uh, you know, on a, on a big, uh, big thing of broccoli because it's yeah. all fiber uh, that fills you up, and you need to be filled up. Uh, but the point is that you, you, you know, you you are eating when you're eating a microgreen, you're actually you know that you've eaten all your nutrients. I mean, right. there's it, it's whereas you can eat a vegetable, you can eat a vegetable, and you'll feel full. That you won't have absorbed. You either won't have. There won't be the, the nutrients in it, and if there are, you would only absorb part of them mm-hmm. uh, because because the the plant itself, when it gets that old, has a natural defence system that the microgreen doesn't have, which stops you absorbing it. You know, right. so that's that's what the difference is. These are little babies, and they haven't developed the the defense, yeah, yeah, the the oxalates that that that, are, that they use as natural defenses for for, for animals and stuff. Yes, so right. so whereas an adult plant has all that, and and so it's designed not to be eaten um, uh, because it's there to make a seed and and propagate itself. So um, and so you're getting at a microgreen level, you're getting a, a product that you can actually eat and absorb. So you don't eat, need to eat very much to get much more nutrition than you would from an adult uh, right. counterpart. That's the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think a, another great bonus for families, especially families with young kids, um, you know, quite often it can be difficult to get little kids to eat vegetables. <laughs> and, yeah. the you know, the bonus of these is they can be hidden so easily in anything, right? Yeah. And, and they actually, I, I think they taste delicious i mean most of them yeah. don't necessarily have much of a strong flavor at all yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. kids seem to enjoy them a lot because they're very interactive you're getting kids now in touch with where the food's coming from what is this plant in front of me so you, 
uh, kids are eating them. We, yeah, we've had some amazing feedback with mothers and fathers with their children just loving the microgreens because now they're getting to actually interact with where the food comes from and ask questions about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they like the little ones, as you said. They like the ones that don't have um, cabbage and broccoli, those sorts of ones don't have much flavour. Uh, so they, mums and dads are quite happy to pop them in into their pastas or rices or whatever, you know, and yeah. uh, sandwiches and stuff. And they, the kids will eat them. They don't really know that they're, you know, if you put a radish and stuff like that or mustard, then, you know, they're not, they're going to turn their nose up on that. And But mum and dad will like those, you know. So yeah. it's, yeah. Um, um, you know, so there's something in it for everyone. We try to combine flavours so that somebody can, you know, some people can eat what they like, you know, if they don't like much flavour, they don't have to have it. Yeah, and that's what I love as well. We we get, you know, we've had the eight-pack and the six-pack, and I love um, because there's a variety in there, um, which yeah. is, you know, which is really fantastic. We throw them in our smoothies as well. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, yes. you know, it's just, yeah, no, it's it's been really, it's it's been really enjoyable for us knowing that we're, taking something that's delicious but that is so good for us as well um yeah what can you can you share some of the the challenges because um i'm just thinking you know this is it's the production of these would be uh incredible and so tell us a little bit about how this journey because i'm sure that it hasn't been an easy one i'll let sean give you that one so okay. <laughs> yeah well we, we obviously had to yeah learn it and learn it fast uh, but we were always passionate about it. we've done a lot of uh, yeah book research for, for for a long time before we got into it but there's no better research than getting your hands dirty and uh, the good thing about microgreens because they have such a quick uh, life cycle like if you are a tomato grower you might turn over two tomatoes uh, you know harvest a year or microgreens, you get to turn them over nearly weekly. So you really hone your skills very quickly. And yeah, yeah, there's a couple of things that you learn along the way. You have to have, yeah, you, the right humidity, the right temperature, the right water scheduling, the right lighting schedule, and the, the right, right soil, soil recipe, and the right seeds. The right seeds. There's, a, there's a few, uh, yeah, different variables that you really need to hone in. And if one of them goes wrong, you're gonna have some issue with plants. Yeah. Wow. And it, it's it's basically exactly if only one of those goes wrong, the whole thing goes goes pear shaped. So you've got to control everything to a to a range, and mm. uh, and that's that's particularly difficult, you know. Um, yeah, it's been challenging, so. but it's uh, made us really good growers because uh, as us given a living product as well, our product has to be. It kind of has to hit your table or hit your doorstep, sorry, um, and ready for you to eat that day. Although you're not going to probably eat them all on the first day, you might have to pee at the end of the week with a dish and etc. So, yeah, and then they have to last a long time as well. So that's that that makes you a better grower as well by really giving out a really uh, yeah high standard living product. It's uh, it's, uh, it's harder to do than just harvesting and. Uh, packaging and stuff like that so that well you guys sense. yeah you guys have done a fantastic job with that because we get ours delivered each week and um you know i've worked out they i've worked out how to look after them so that over the seven days um they're fantastic and usually mm -hmm. uh you know halfway through the week it's kind of you know we've we've used quite a bit of them 
And mm. then if I have a lot left when the next lot are coming, they can go in a smoothie. Marco, you said put make a pesto out of them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, you really have done a fantastic job with how to handle that because they are lasting really well. And as you said, you know, for me, I noticed in the warmer months, some of them are growing a lot faster. I'll just put it in the fridge, which slows it down. So, yeah. You are, are you are, you know, triple A plus customer. Uh, (laughs) Well, we're, we're totally sold on it, you know. We are so glad you guys are doing this because, you know, people want this nutrition, but who has time? I mean, you know, look at all the research, the work, et cetera, that you guys have put into, um, and we get to benefit from it, you know. So I think, I think, yeah, we're, you know, people like us are just really grateful that you have decided to do something like this. And, you know, it's been amazing for the planet. It's amazing for us. You know, it's great. You've got a business going and everyone benefits from it. So I, I think it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, what, what are the highlights? Like what, tell, tell me what you actually have really uh, enjoyed in this process. Um, maybe I can start. Uh, I, look, um, I think for me it's really that finding that sense of purpose uh, that's been very important um doing something that i feel is worthwhile and and you know having some dialogue with our customers like this is is, is just wonderful yeah I, I i yeah there's nothing better to, than hearing you know great feedback like that and we you know it's not i don't mind hearing feedback whichever way it comes it's it's always good because we're very very uh, if we hear any feedback, we react to it, you know, in, in the right way so that we can improve our business. Uh, but uh, that, finding that sense of purpose would be the number one thing for me that I've got out of this. Um, you know, I love, I love, you know, harvest day when we, when we pack everything and get it out. And um, uh, that's always a good feeling because, you know, you've, you've, you've seeded, you've, you've, you've potted, you've seeded, you've watered uh and uh and then these things are are ready and they look fantastic you know you put them in the box and they just look you look at them and you go wow what a work of art they just look so gorgeous you know they are they are a real work of art i have mine sitting on the counter on a little tray i have all six of them and everyone that comes over goes wow look at this what are these so we're constantly telling people about them but they they look beautiful as well yeah yeah yeah. they they sort of make you they put a smile on your face i I think they they do every week for me and uh and um so yeah that's that's what i that's 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 what i get out of it really it's uh Mm. and and seeing a seeing a business grow from nothing you know like something that's that was we started in the markets um over at uh, seaforth and mossman and we went week after week and it got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and then we started to go online and uh you know through social media and and, and it's it's just been great to see it to see it grow so fantastic um, yeah and- and Sean, what do you think yeah, probably just a highlight for me is just, yeah, we're, we're, we're growing people's food, which is a massive privilege. Like we are, uh, yeah, which is really exciting. That just makes me, I can still remember when we got our first, uh, when we went live and we got our first online order and uh, someone's giving you a piece of their hard-earned money 
in exchange for a product that we just want to make sure it's, it's the best product that we can give them. And uh, yeah, so that makes me the happiest. I think it's just a privilege to grow real good food and uh, yeah, minimize a lot of the, the negative effects that of other grown, um, yeah, of other grown uh, habits around the world. So yeah, it, it's, it's a very positive business and they're beautiful. And there's a bit of esotericism in growing seeds and seeing these pretty things growing up. And when you see them so small, when they come out of germination till they're fully grown, there's sort of, a, yeah, the power's all in the seed. It's a beautiful thing to see. It makes people happy. Like you say, you have them on your counter. A lot of people during that uh, lockdown period, there was a lot of people dealing with a lot of stress and a lot of turmoil. It brought a, a, a smile to their face that they could put it on the counter in their little apartment and have their couple of greens. And uh, stuff, little stuff like that, that just brings mm. a big smile to my face. And uh, yeah, I'm just privileged to be able to provide people with real living food. Yeah, well, we're certainly really grateful that you guys do what you do. Um, I was just thinking also, there, you know, there are people out there uh, who are considering a career change. And just with everything that has been happening in the world at this point, uh, you know, there's, there's, yeah, mass exoduses from you know, the workplace, people are, uh, yeah, they're, they're realising, okay, there's got to be more to life. I mean, you know, there are some good things that have come out of this, but I, I thought, is there anything in particular that you uh, would like to say or any advice or tips for anyone who is in a position where they, they feel like they're stuck and they would love to do something, but there's, you know, maybe apprehension or fear of the unknown, uh, you know, stepping out and doing something like this. Are there any tips? Is there anything at all that you'd like to share to someone that might be in that position listening? Yeah, just uh, don't be afraid and don't let life club you into dank submission and go for your goals go for it all the way be confident don't be fearful and that life always offers you opportunities know to see them know when to take them and be ready and just go for it and if you're gonna go for it give it everything that you've got give it your whole full 100 give it the kitchen sink blood sweat and tears go the whole nine love yards it. yeah yeah, yeah. Don't love be afraid. It. You know, be confident and believe in yourself. Have some self-belief. And uh, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? We're only here for a short time, and and yeah, yeah, go. So true, so true, Sean. Yeah, I love that. What about you, Marco? Any any words yeah, at all? That... For me, I would say, I would say, you know, don't overthink it. I mean, you know, if you're not happy, uh, and we all know that. Yeah, and, and life's about experiencing what's, yeah, we've been given this beautiful world to experience. And and so why not, you know, just do it. I mean, that was that was the message from my meditation. I mean, just do it. And, and you know, I've got no idea. I, I mean, you know, I've got, a, I, I don't mind planting a few plants in the garden, but I've never done this before, ever. And uh, so it's, it's a complete left field sort of, thing to do and uh, never had it my own business. I've always been a career person with with 
with all the support, you know, as, 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 as glamorous as it sounds, you know, I've always had people behind me, you know, and, and I've never really done it myself. I've, all the people around me have done it, everything. So now for the first time in my life, I'm actually doing, you know, between Sean and I, we're doing everything. And so I would say, you know, just, just go and do it. Just do it and you'll learn. Yeah. You'll be fine. You know, yeah. believe in yourself and, 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 and you'll, be, you'll be fine. Yeah. You, 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 you'll, you'll come out a better person. Yeah, and you'll learn, so. you'll learn so much skills yeah. from marketing, social media, you know, planning, production, everything. If, if nothing comes from it, another opportunity will come down the line and you've learned so, so much from it that you're ready to, you're ready to take the next opportunity. So, it's uh, yeah, you learn a lot of skills from yeah. Um, the, yeah, kind of being your own boss and uh, making your own rules. You learn so much. That's yeah, so I think true. I think we, we, we sometimes just overthink things and we get stuck in this cycle of, you know, oh, what about this and what about that and what are the risks and what are the downside and the upside and everything else. You know, are you happy? I'm, 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 I'm happy. Then stay where you are. If you're not happy, then move. You know, you're a, you're a master of your own destiny. That's right. Just, if you yeah. don't like where you are, you can move. You're not a tree. <laughs> Um, yeah no I love that guys I love your you know adventurous spirit and I think it's so important as you said to just believe in yourself and to make a decision and as you said you know if you're not happy then it's important to do something about that and as you said just a little while ago Sean you said you know if that works out great and if it doesn't you can go on to something else but you've done it you stepped out and you gave it a go and that's what's really important so yeah 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 you learn so much from going and it's them scary things if you think back of any time in the person's life when you've had them yeah when you have to go into the cave that's where the treasure is it's going into the mm. stuff that you don't want to do and then you know if you had a heartache or anyone had a yeah anything bad happened it's usually in hindsight that's where the that's where the load starts to blossom that's when you, 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 you it makes you a better person growth everything else it's challenging yourself it's not you know being comfortable is one thing mm. once you're happy with that but if you're not happy with it and you're not afraid to make the move you, you know when you come to the end of your life you're going to second question that you know you know you gotta yeah get outside yeah. your comfort zone and uh yeah and yeah, don't be afraid. Nothing's gonna. Yeah, no one gets out alive. Yeah, that's so true. And the growth that happens through um, an adventure and challenges like this is just unbeatable. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't compare mm-hmm. it to anything else. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I've really enjoyed this, guys. This has been absolutely fantastic. Um, what? So, what's you know, what's next for Manly Microgreens? It's a pity you're not. You know, I'd love to say to people because we've got listeners around the world (laughs) they're probably thinking oh wow you know I wish these guys were here um but what's next I mean what do you have any plans for what you want to do um where you want to take this yeah look I think part of what we want to do is we want to be local Mm -hmm. uh because we want to have you know if we get if you're going to say you're going to reduce food miles then there's no point setting up a Man, no. massive manufacturing warehouse here and shipping it all over the place um would you consider so, i was just wondering you know yeah about other um what do you call it like you know just setting up other um operations mm-hmm. as well is yeah. that on the cards um well we, we 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 can we can certainly expand where we are and where mm-hmm. we've got plans to do that um and and we'll 
we'll just do things better than we'll, we'll, we'll you know I think continuous improvement I mean we, we, we do need to expand uh, that's on the that's on the cards we're, we're starting to have conversations and starting to plan about that um, you know there'll be there'll be uh, new product lines uh, as well which we can offer our existing customers and potentially get into new customers as well um, you know but this is not tomorrow this is mm. we've, we, we we're doing this in a you know, in a in a phased way, um, and you know, so there is enormous. We, we've got a lot of ideas, and uh, and there's a lot of the 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 chalkboards full of full of stuff. You know, so um, yeah, there's there's a there's a really bright future, a really green future for Manning Micro. Green, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need a green a green future. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's that's fantastic. I mean, I'm so glad that we're right near you guys, and so we get to benefit from it. So there would be people around locally as well that are listening. And I thought, let you know, where can people um, find you and reach you if you want to? Just yeah, let them best place probably to reach us and check out and keep up to date on all things microgreens would be on Instagram at Mandy Microgreens Co. And then if anyone wants to get in touch with any personal uh, questions or has any queries about our products or plants, and they can email me at Sean, S-E-A-N, Manly, M-A-N-L-Y, microgreens at gmail.com, Sean, Manly, microgreens at gmail.com. Fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I highly recommend anyone that's, you know, that's local to um, get onto you guys and get this nutrition into you. It's amazing. We all need it. And, you know, we're fortunate that we've got it at our door over here. So thank you so much, guys. I really wish you all the very best um, with the future of Manly Microgreens. And I've, I've just really enjoyed chatting with you and finding yeah, out about it. It's been our pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl, yeah. uh, you really, you know, I, I, it's been a, it's been an absolute delight talking to you uh, as well. And uh, um, yeah, so much. Yeah, trying it's... to fit in that hour, but yeah, it's such a deep subject. Um, yeah, region farming, urban farming, uh, how our food system is structured, and all. It's such a yeah, it's quite uh, a rather hard talk for hours on it. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Well, mm -hmm. I really, you know, I really appreciate the time that you guys have taken to do this. And I'm looking forward to my weekly microgreens. So fantastic, fantastic. We're looking forward to delivering it to you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks very guys. Much. Okay. See you, All right. the best. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye bye. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye bye. See you. Bye bye. bye. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, we loved having your company. Remember to subscribe and let's catch up again next week.